I mentioned earlier this remarkable uh, declaration of the Rambam that the whole yin of Kiddush HaChodesh, the fact that we have calendars and we know when the first of the month is, and based on that we know when yom, the Yom Tovim have to be, the consecration of time that is established and determined by the Bezdin is an axiomatic concept that is even actual today. When we don't have a Sanhedrin in Eretz Yisrael, clearly declaring when Rosh Chodesh is. And the Ramam explains that today we follow the Cheshbon, the pre-calculations that were given to us many, many years ago, many centuries ago, by Rav Hillel, who pre-calculated our calendar. And based on that, we know every month when Rosh Chodesh should be, and then we know when the Yom Tovim should come out. Says the Rambam, we're not in the diaspora, for example. We don't follow the Yom Tevim that are uh, identified on the calendar because we trust the calendar that was predetermined by Rav Hillel's calculations. That's not the reason why we have a Yontif. If we know when Yontif is. The reason we have a Yontif, we know when Yontif is, is because today there are Jews in Eretz Yisrael that practice this calendar. They actualize it in real practice and they follow the calendar and do Yontav on a certain day and to do Rosh Chodesh on a certain day. Had there not been any Jews living in Etzisol actualizing and implementing what was predetermined by Rev Hill many centuries ago about when Rosh Chodesh should be, there would be no Jews today implementing this into their real lives in Etzisol. There would be no Yom Tevin, there would be no Rosh Chodesh. We couldn't establish Rosh Chodesh unless there are Jews in Eretz Yisrael. Because and Teisitayr, the Ramam says, the whole idea of consecrating time, determining when Rosh Chodesh should be, when Yantav should be, is based strictly on Eretz Yisrael. Eretz Yisrael is the source from which every year we are able to determine when Rosh Chodesh should be. So despite the fact that we have a calendar that already told us thousands of years ago when Rosh Chodesh will be, all the way till Mashiach comes, they'll be, we already know what they should be Rosh Chodesh, what they should be Yontif, but that's not a sufficient. It's not sufficient for us to be able to keep Yontif. For us to keep Yontif, there has to be also Jews now keeping Yontif in Eretz Yisrael. It's the combination of knowing the calendar based on the calculations and Jews actually practicing it in Eretz Yisrael that gives Yontif validity. That's the Rambam's amazing uh, Insight, and that's why he says that they always have to be axiomatically, they have to be Jews in, in Eretz whole practicing Yontav, because if they don't, we don't have Yom Tevim. If we don't have Yom Tevim, we don't have Torah Mitzvahs. All the calendars, all Torah Mitzvahs is based on the Yom Tevim, many of the Mitzvahs are based on Yom Tevim, on the calendar, uh, what day it is, and what month it is. So we, if we have no Yom Tevim, that means there's no Torah Mitzvahs. At least Torah Mitzvahs is lacking. And if it, that means if there are no Jews in Eretz Yisrael, there's no Yom Tevim, that means there can't be any Jewish people. The Ram considers that tantamount to saying that there are no Jews. In Netzach Yisrael Yeshaka, there always have to be Jews. And if there's always have to be Jews, there always have to be Yom Tevim. That means there are always going to have to be Jews living in Eretz Yisrael, practicing Yom Tevim, because otherwise those days have no validity at all, even for us in the diaspora. An amazing, amazing thing. I just want to mention that there is a ritual 
in Mesechta Chulin. Mirutva says an amazing thing. There's a Gemara that there was once in the time of the Amaroim that the government had, had made an edict that Jews cannot observe Yom Kippur. They didn't allow Jews, at a certain year, Jews weren't allowed to observe Yom Kippur, and the Rechamim sent a message around the whole country that Jews this year should not observe Yom Kippur. And they said instead people should fast on a Shabbos where they don't do any work because it's Shabbos and the government wouldn't know that they're not doing work because Yom Kippur. Although it's not really Yom Kippur, they just wanted people to remember Yom Kippur, so they made like sort of a an artificial day Yom Kippur, but really it wasn't really Yom Kippur. And the one says, you know, if somebody uh, you know ate a Yom Kippur, then that day wouldn't be over in anything. But they said they suggest people should pretend to observe Yom Kippur so that the, the memory of Yom Kippur wouldn't be lost. So the Ritva asked the question: How come the Chachamim abolished Yom Kippur that year um, when? we have a rule that if a government makes an edict expressly with the purpose of getting Jews to transgress Torah mitzvahs. In other words, it's not they have an ulterior motive. They, they have a personal interest. They want Jews to work on the Shabbos. Or they want Jews to do. Not because their intent is to make Jews transgress and abandon Torah mitzvahs. If that's their intent, then it doesn't matter what that mitzvah is. You have to be willing to die al Kiddush Hashem in order not to transgress and not to surrender to their demands. The difference with we have this distinction between the three Averis, which a Jew has to be willing to die. And other mitzvahs is when the, the law against doing a mitzvah, a certain mitzvah, is not with the purpose of making us violate a mitzvah, abandoning it, abandoning it and desecrating our Judaism. That's not their purpose. If that's their purpose, then it doesn't matter what the mitzvah is. We have to be willing to die for anything. So here the government clearly expressly banned Yom Kippur because they want the Jews to stop observing certain mitzvahs. So in that case, you're supposed to be willing to die. Al-Kiddush Hashem, how come the Chachamim said, we don't have to observe Yom Kippur on the right day? Says the Ritva a remarkable thing. The din that Bezman Ashmad, when the government is out, to get Jews to abandon their traditions where a Jew must be willing to die for anything, even a small mitzvah, even a mitzvah which is a darabanan. That's only if they make us do it proactively. They make us do something proactively against the Torah. We're not allowed to do it. But if they tell us not to do something, not to engage in a mitzvah by being passive, that we don't have to uh, uh, surrender our lives. We can, you know, conform with their edict and, and not do the mitzvah. Because we're not violating the Torah in a, in a proactive way. We're doing it in a more passive way. That's the Ritva's Chiddush. So therefore, he says, in that case where the government uh, declared an edict that Jews weren't allowed to observe Yom Kippur. It wasn't that they made Jews violate a day that was Alpidin Yom Kippur. You have to eat and you have to do work on that day. That, of course, Jews wouldn't be able to do because it's Manashmad. But what happened was they said, we don't want you to consecrate the month. Don't engage in the mitzvah of Kiddush HaChadosh. And the mitzvah of Kiddush HaChadosh is the mitzvah of 
says the Ritvo, if the Bezin wouldn't engage in consecrating that month, the month of Tishrei, declaring when Rosh Chodesh Tishrei should be, there would be no Yom Kippur. So the Memele, there would be no violation in not fasting or eating on that Yom Kippur or doing Melacha on that Yom Kippur because there's no Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur is created only when the best makes, declares Rosh Chodesh. But if they never declare Rosh Chodesh, there is no Rosh Chodesh. And if there's no Rosh Chodesh, there's no Yom Kippur. So that, you don't, Jews don't have to have themselves killed for not doing a mitzvah. Not consecrating Rosh Chodesh is a mitzvah to say which they would have to uh, transgress in a passive way by not doing Rosh Chodesh. So it's not that the Jews were forced to eat on Yom Kippur or do work on Yom Kippur that they wouldn't be able to do because B'zman Hashmat, if they'd be willing to die on Kiddush Hashem. But we're talking about that the Bezdin would not consecrate that month. If they don't consecrate Rosh Chodesh, there's no Yom Kippur. This is a remarkable thing that Dritva says is that if Bezdin does not declare Rosh Chodesh, there's no Yom Tov. All the Mephoshim are up in arms. What's, what's the meaning? We know the halacha is that if Bezdin comes on the 30th day of the month and somebody ate them come and said he saw the new moon, Bezdin has to consecrate that day as Rosh Chodesh. That's called that means you see the moon at the right time. That means in the, in the first day. The first day is possible to be on the 30th day of the previous month. That's one possibility. What if Adam don't come on the 30th day? No, Adam come to say they saw the moon on the 30th day. The Rosh Chodesh is automatically the 31st day. It says the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah, and this is how we pass, that if Bezdin did not declare the 30th day of Rosh Chodesh, you don't have to declare again on the 31st day saying that that day is Rosh Chodesh. Once the 30th day has not been declared Rosh Chodesh by the best, then the 31st day becomes automatically Rosh Chodesh. So they asked the question, what is the it for say that if Bezdin doesn't declare Rosh Chodesh Tishrei, then there's no Yom Kippur. If they don't say it's Rosh Chodesh, it's automatically the 31st day. The, the, you only need a declaration of the Bezin to, to, to make Rosh Chodesh only for the first day, for the 30th day. The second day, which is the 31st day, where it has to happen, it cannot be later than that, that it doesn't require the intervention of a Sanhedrin to declare it Rosh Chodesh. It says the heavens already made it sacred. That means it has nothing to do with the Bezin. So from here we see, says the Kli Chemda, that the Ritva holds that the 31st day is also based on the best. And even though they don't have to declare it expressly that it's Rosh Chodesh, and the Gemara said that Shomayim did it, but they bring a Toysvist. Toysvist says, Kachu Shomayim means that the Bez and Shalmaila sees that the Bez and Shalmata did not consecrate the 30th day of Rosh Chodesh. So therefore, the Bezin Shemayla knows that the Bezin Shalmata will consider Rosh Chodesh the second day, or the 31st day. So that's why Kitshu Shemayim already, they do it in the morning. They, uh, the, as Tisha says, Beshachis. In the morning, at the crack of dawn, the Bezin Shalmayla in the heavens already declares the 31st Rosh Chodesh because it couldn't happen any other day because later than 31st it can't happen. So they make it Rosh Chodesh. But the Tesis emphasizes it's because the Bezin Shemayla sees that this is the day that the Bezin Shalmata will consider Rosh Chodesh. So they don't have to declare it because Bezin Shalmata declared it. 
But ultimately, the Bezdin Shemayla declares that only because the Bezdin Shalmata, you know, the Bezdin Shalmata will make it Rosh Chodesh. So it seems that even the 31st day, when the Bezdin Shalmata does not have to declare <coughs> expressly, verbally, that it's consecrated as Rosh Chodesh, it's automatically Rosh Chodesh. But <coughs> the only reason it's Rosh Chodesh is because Bezdin Shemayla knows that the Bezdin Shalmata will make this Rosh Chodesh. Even if it's not stated verbally. So then it's all contingent based on Shalmato. But what's, um, um, and then the Klicham the wants to say that the Ramam doesn't learn that way. Ramam and other Rishayim learn that the 31st day becomes Rosh Chodesh, nothing to do with Bezdin Shalmato. Bezdin Shalmato only has the power to make Rosh Chodesh on the 30th day if Adim come, he saw the moon earlier. They already saw the moon already on the 30th. So then they have the power to make that Rosh Chodesh. Once they haven't made the 30th day Rosh Chodesh, it has nothing to do with the Bezdin anymore. The Bezdin's power runs out. The 31st day is automatically Rosh Chodesh. It's Menashemayim. That's what the Gemara means, Menashemayim Kitshu, that it's automatically Rosh Chodesh. The, the Bezdin Shemata no longer has any power over the 31st day. It has nothing to do with that. So in that case, it would seem that if Bezdin Shemata decides not to make Rosh Chodesh that year, like in the, the year that the Gemara tells us there was a Menashemad, and there was a decree against doing Yom Kippur. Not being Mekadosh the Chodesh uh, will only uh, cause that the 30th day will not be Rosh Chodesh. But the 31st day, they have no power over. That, that's done automatically by the Bezdin Shalmaila. So it would seem that um, it should have, there should have been a Yom Kippur. The Ritva doesn't make sense. Then even if the Bezdin Shalmata did not engage in being Mekadosh the Chodesh that year, for Rosh Chodesh Tishrei, it would still be Rosh, uh, Yom Kippur the next day, because Rosh Chodesh Tishrei would be the next day, which Shemayim would have done. But from the Rambam that we mentioned with Sefer Mitzvah, and it's a pillar that the, the, the Achrinim don't bring that, it's clear that the entire idea of Rosh Chodesh, even on the 31st day, and even Bisman Hazeb, where there is no Sanhedrin at all to declare Rosh Chodesh, it's because there are Jews in Eretz Yisrael that confirm that which has been already established thousands of years ago, that there is a calendar and there's a cheshbon and we know what Rosh Chodesh is. And only when Jews actually implement in their lives does that make that day legitimately Rosh Chodesh. In other words, that every, the whole idea of Rosh Chodesh, the whole idea of concentrating time, which Yom Tevim are based on, is only because Jews prepare down here below in this Olam Hazah are practicing and confirming that that day is Rosh Chodesh. And without that, there would be no Rosh Chodesh. So it's a, a pillar that the Klechemda even argues there that according to the Rambam, it's not like the Ritva. Uh, if Bezin doesn't consecrate a month, uh, because there's a decree, then there would be no Yom Kippur. According to the Rambam, there would be a Yom Kippur, he says. But the Rambam in Sefer HaMitzvah says, Mefurish, not so. And that's why it's a, it's a surprise that they didn't bring this Rambam in Sefer HaMitzvah.